When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sam Acho is here. And Sam, I'm going to get to you in just a second because I miss yeah, yeah. you. It's been way too long. It's a very special day today. Happy birthday, Chris Candy. Right. Let's go. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank Y'all going to make a really black man yo, blush. Yo, yo, Chris. TV, which see, 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 see. CC on national television. Let me ruin it for you. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Okay, seriously, Stephen. I want to say happy birthday to you. I want to say happy birthday. I want to say happy birthday to you and to Sam's brother Emmanuel. I know he works somewhere else, but damn it, that's our brother. I got love for him, and I want to say happy birthday to him as well. As CC, happy birthday to y'all. Way to climb up there in the age with the other fellas. Way to climb. There you keep go, on coming. There you go, keep there on you coming. Go. Some, some keep on older. I'm just getting better, Stephen. <laughs> I love it. I love that, it. Like, that's, like that's right. That's right. That's right. That's Any right. big birthday plans this weekend? Uh, I know we got plans, but I don't know what they Your are. Wife. My wife yeah, is exactly. making them. That's yeah. kind of how it yeah. is. She runs my life. So. It'll be good. Oh, that means she's the boss. That means just follow her lead. Just follow her lead. Do what she says, and you're going to be all right. You know, it, it's your day. So she is going to be committed to making you happy. There it is. <laughs> hey, there you go. Like there every day. Sam Otto, it's been way too long. How are you? And happy birthday to your brother. I'm guessing it's your brother's birthday as well. So happy birthday, yes, Emmanuel. Happy it, been. Yes. It's so good to see you. Yes. Good to see y'all too. Canty, happy birthday, man. Yeah, my brother's birthday is today as well. Emmanuel, happy birthday. I know you're in a different network, but keep on killing it, bro. I'm proud of you. Canty, proud of you as well. Keep it up, fella. Appreciate it. Happy birthday, Emmanuel. Got to go ahead and complete that. that. Our brother's doing amazing work, so for okay. sure. Are we ready to do this? Yes, he is. Let's do it. Talk a little football? Yep, let's do it. Jack and the Cowboys preparing for a divisional matchup against the Giants on Sunday. The Giants have dealt with significant injuries this season. They've been on the struggle bus. But despite that, Dak Prescott still knows you can't sleep on divisional matchups. We're definitely mature enough. I think we all understand the NFL. Um, understand that, that those guys prepare, those guys uh, game plan. And to be honest, it's, it's tough to beat a team twice. It's about us continuing to grow and for us to get better. And um, that the only way that does is if we go out there and take care of business in, in the manner that we, we expect to. Sam, oh, tell please. me this. Oh, please. Oh, you want to go first? I mean, I take it you do. Yes, okay. yes, okay. yes. Stephen A., is this a I, I, I mean, win I mean, for the Cowboys yes, against the Giants? Hell yes. Hell yes. I mean, do you? can you imagine if the Cowboys lost to Danny DeVito? I mean, Tommy DeVito. I mean, Danny oh. DeVito. Would I you mean, could stop? you imagine? Could you like imagine? I mean, are you, you got to be kidding me. You got to be kidding me. Oh, I mean, it's tough to beat a team twice. This Giants team? 
This John C. Now, I do understand that the Dallas Cowboys do have five wins this year. I do understand that not a single victory has come against a team playing above 500 football. I do believe, if I remember correctly, the combined record of the opponents they've beaten this year is 15 and 28. And four of those five wins have come by 20 or more points. This just shows you the level of competition that they have gone up against, even though they lost against a sub-500 team that is the Arizona Cardinals. But in the end, what it comes down to is this. There is no excuse. Zero for this. For the Cowboys to lose this game. You damn right they better win this game. If you lose to the New York Giants, nobody should have faith in the Cowboys. And what the, the Giants, are, it's just a very, very, very sad state of affairs going on in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Anybody that drives on Route 3 going towards the Lincoln Tunnel or coming from the Lincoln Tunnel to go on Route 3 and you pass MetLife Stadium. Everybody knows that area smells. It's called the swamp, okay? But it doesn't, you, you thought it was because of the swamp until the Giants went on the field this season and we realized the stench is because of them. So this is what it is, and there's no way in hell that the Dallas Cowboys should lose this game. A- at home, too? Oh, please. Dak with his politically correct nonsense. Oh, shall up, please. Well, Stephen, hey, Stephen, hey, Stephen hey, you're wrong. You're wrong. First of all, it's not a must-win game because if the what? Cowboys lose, they still got life in Week 11. They're still alive. Everything they want is out in front of them. But from the standpoint of this being competitive, it shouldn't be. There's a reason why the line is 17 points in the Cowboys' favor is because the Giants are starting a quarterback that they don't trust to throw the football. In the second half of the game against the New York Jets two weeks ago, Tommy DeVito had one pass attempt. One. And when they let him throw the football, it's usually behind the line of scrimmage on a screen or a swing play because when he throws it past the line of scrimmage, it ends up being an interception, or I guess he's looking at a completion, to the guys in different uniforms. Either way, it's nothing good. We have now entered the portion of the season for the New York Giants where the only way the team ends up losing is if they actually win games. So as a former player and a fan of the team, I want them to lose because that's the only way that they're going to get a quarterback that I actually have confidence in that they can have success long-term with. Now, as far as the Dallas Cowboys are concerned, if they lose this game to the New York Giants, you know what that tells me? That Mike McCarthy is on his way out and Dak Prescott's probably not far behind him. Because how could you trust that head coach quarterback tandem to accomplish your ultimate goal of winning a championship? We already saw you lay an egg against the Arizona Cardinals. If you lose to the New York Giants, a franchise that's on their third string quarterback, an offensive line that can't stop a nosebleed, if you have a situation where you don't have a lot of weapons outside of Saquon Barkley to get the football to, then, then there's no way you can trust the Dallas Cowboys to beat teams like the Philadelphia Eagles when it matters, to beat teams like the San Francisco 49ers when it matters, to beat teams like the Detroit Lions when it matters. What it would tell me is that the Dallas Cowboys can't be trusted to compete at a championship level, and the owner of the team after the season will likely be looking for a new head coach quarterback tandem Go in order to get him there. CC, first of all, thank you for making my points, number one. Number two, there's no crime in just starting your soliloquy off by saying, yo, Stephen, they right. Stephen, they right. Well, trust me, it'll work for you. And number three, as much as I like, as much, number three, as much as I like the suit, the yellow pocket square is throwing me off just a touch. But we can get to that. Go ahead, Sam. Go ahead, Sam. I'm just looking out for you, my brother. I'm just looking out. 
So, Chris, you, you actually made Stephen A's point, but it's not a must-win for the Cowboys for a couple reasons. Number one, it's not a must-win. You say it's a must-win, it's not a must-win. Why is that? Number one, this is November 10th, right? There's still many weeks left in the season. And, yes, it's a game that you should win for sure, but we did see this Cowboys team lose to the Arizona Cardinals, the only win the Arizona Cardinals have. It's one of those things where it's like, man, it's the NFL. You never know what's going to happen, et cetera, et cetera. You expect them to win, but at the end of the day, the Cowboys, if they lose, will be 5-4, and four, tied for third in the NFC. There's not many teams in the NFC that are really ex- excelling outside of the Eagles. And so if the Cowboys lose this game, it would be embarrassing for the team, embarrassing for the fans, embarrassing for whoever. But it's still November, early in November. You have to find ways to win later. And so, so my point is this. Like, it sounds like a game that you have to win. DeVito is a quarterback. You're beating under 500 teams, et cetera, et cetera. But when it just comes down to not necessarily X's and O's, but like your actual record when it matters, it's going to matter as the season progresses. And it's also going to matter not as much right now because no team has separated themselves outside of the pack. If you're fighting for a wild card spot, let's say you don't win the division, you're not fighting necessarily against the Eagles. You're fighting against all the other teams. And so my point is this. It's not about the Giants per se in a game that you should win. It's about do you have to win this game to do what? Not for faith or perception or whatever, but to actually make the playoffs and win in the playoffs and, yes, build confidence. Okay. It doesn't matter what anybody else on the outside thinks if the Cowboys win or lose this game. It right. matters what happens when it when it really matters. December football, well, January football, and February football. All right, CC, you're not messed up. First of all, a couple of things. They put, they put, yeah, they put CC up on the screen, too. You're not messed up, Sam Acho. Here's the reason why. Number one, you started off the segment wrong because you came on with the same blazer you was wearing the last time you was on. I remember that blazer, okay, because I want one. I know it's the way that's, I know it's the same blazer because I was looking for one just like that, all right? That's number one. Number two, you just made you. my point for me, man. It's, 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 yo, just listen to this. You have a situation where perception matters. To the Cowboys more so than the typical NFL team, okay? Certainly, this might not upset the apple cart in terms of what they'll position themselves in terms of getting a wild card spot because we don't believe they're going to win the NFC East. And I understand that. But when CC points out, yo, Mike McCarthy could be in trouble. Dak Prescott might not be far behind. Because if I'm the owner and I look at you losing to a team, quarterback by Danny DeVito, I mean Tommy DeVito, I mean Danny DeVito, <laughs> if I see that going on, I mean that's problematic. So I'm looking at all of these different things and I'm saying wait a minute if I'm any team I gotta if I'm the Dallas Cowboys especially if I don't advance deep into the playoffs and I'm able to point to a loss to Arizona without Kyler Murray and the Giants with Danny I mean Tommy I mean Danny DeVito at the quarterback spot damn it that's an indictment and I ain't gonna forget it if I'm Jerry Jones and I'm Stephen Jones and you know I know I'm both because those are my buddies those are my buddies right I know I'm both Stephen, it might be problematic if you lose, but it's not accurate to say that this would be a reason why you should get rid of a head coach and or quarterback. Dak Prescott played awesome last week. He's playing some of his best football. If you say, okay, man, we lost to the Cardinals. We're 1-8. and eight, Lost to the owned? Giants. Hold on, hold on. I'm not done yet. Lost to the Cardinals, 1-8. Lost to the Giants. Okay. But all of a sudden, let's say they go on a run. Let's say you – I'm not saying they lose, but let's say you go on a run starting next week or starting in December and you get hot and you win okay. and you win the playoffs and so you go to the Super Bowl. No one's going to talk about these losses. Yes, they will be embarrassing for the fans. The Can fans I will, right? I live Can in I Dallas. Can I respond to that? Yeah, you will. Give me. Let me finish first. I live in Dallas. I, Every time I walk into the gym, okay. this lady who works in the gym, she's like, oh, you're talking about I – I just moved from Dallas. Chicago to Dallas, right? So all the fans, boom, boom. They're like, hey, man, mm-hmm. my Cowboys, Smart my Cowboys. Moves. When they Smart lose, they hide. When they win, they're here, right? So the fans will – it'll matter to the fans. But if this team finds ways to win, not now. I'm talking about December football, January, playoff football. No one will remember what happened – 
in September when see, you lost to the see, Cardinals see, or even now. See, you see. Go ahead, go ahead. You see, that's the problem. I'm coming to you, CC. I'm coming to you right now, CC. See, this is the problem. This is the problem with authors like Sam Acho. They write so much that they try to talk as much as they write. You see what I'm saying? And think they try to get away with the, the nonsensical drivel that came out of his mouth. Let me tell you something, Sam Acho. You can bring all of that all you want to. And CC, I'm going to throw it to you because I want to hear from you on this one. What if I'm able to look at one or two losses that denied me home field advantage? I've been having problems on the road, and as a result, I end up playing on the road in the postseason because the team I'm playing against had one more victory than me because I lost to the damn Giants with Danny DeVito at the quarterback. But I mean, Tommy, I mean, Danny. The point is, CC, what if that happens? I'm not going to hold that against you. If I'm an owner, you damn right I'm going to hold it against you. That's not the point. Chris, Chris, give me one second to respond to him, and I'll let you go. Stephen A., home field advantage does not guarantee playoff success. Yes, you might look at the the, the Kansas City Chiefs say, well, they've had home field, they've made it. But it doesn't guarantee it. All that a player wants, and can't you tell you this, because he's been there and he's done that. I have as well. All a player wants is a chance in the dance. Period. Give me a chance. Give me a wild card spot. Sure, give Hopefully me home field. Give me an opportunity. It, it, it matters. Don't matter. But if you give me yeah, a chance, Hopefully, yeah, I, 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 I can't roll with you on that one. I, I hear you. I can't roll with you on that one. I won a championship. Having that home playoff game in the wild card round mattered against the Atlanta Falcons rolling in there with Matt Ryan. Damn right. That absolutely makes a difference. Damn it's right. hard as hell to go on the road three listen straight that, weeks and you win sit, in your that, conference and then go on the Super Bowl. Three, three, Unless you got Tom Brady or Peyton Manning, somebody like that. Or Nick Foles. Or Nick Foles. Or Nick Foles. For the Dallas Cowboys, it's not just about stacking regular season wins. No. We don't seen them do all of that. It's about positioning yourself to go on a deep playoff run and you yes. want to be in position once no. December comes to yes. challenge for the division because you do have another matchup with the Eagles and you're hoping that it goes a little bit differently at the end when you get them in your building. But the fact that you would drop the game to them and then turn around and lose to a division opponent that is waving the white flag on the season because they're trading away players at the deadline, that is absolutely inexcusable and I think that's a prelude to another disappointment in for the Dallas Cowboys. This is a team that has to Amen. operate with a lot more Amen. urgency because of how the last two postseasons ended at the hands of the San Francisco 49ers. If you lose on, CC, to an Giants word. team, then how in the world can we trust you to win when it actually matters the most? Okay. So here's two the points. thing. The season go ain't ahead, over CC, if they CC, lose against the Giants you on Sunday. Two points real quick. But why two would points, we trust that this season is going to end the way they would expect if they can't beat the teams they're supposed to beat? Thank you. 2018 playing with Chicago Bears. We had home field advantage for the playoffs. We ended up losing to who? Nick Foles and Philadelphia Eagles. What do they do? They go and win a Super Bowl without home field as a wild card team. That's what they did without home field, number one. Point number two, then I'm done. If the Cowboys no, find no, a way no, to no, get no, home no, field no, advantage. They, they, what, are you, what are you talking about? They, when they won the Super Bowl, they had home field. But, they, but, but I'm saying they won in the playoffs. They won in the playoffs without home field advantage. They got there without home field advantage. They won without it is my point. They, they, were, they were at home, though. But but my point is, in the wild card game, when they beat the Bears, they found a way to win as a wild card team without a home field advantage. No, 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 that's point. the wrong right. season, Acho. That's we the wrong go to season. Break. We got to go to break, number two. Chicago. If the Cowboys do get home field advantage and they end up losing in the playoffs, the conversation will be the same. Okay. My point is my point. It's not about home we're, field we're or up, not home field. We're up against it, Sam. Let me get into commercial break real quick. If you guys have thoughts, you can give them to us later. Coming up. Who no, there ain't no more thoughts. He's wrong and I'm right. Let's move on. Brought to you by the Capital One Venture Card. Earn unlimited double miles on every purchase every day, and you can use those miles on any travel purchase. Plus, earn unlimited 5x miles on hotels and rental cars booked through Capital One Travel. Your next trip is closer than you think with the Venture Card from Capital One. 
Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Good day. Welcome back. We got a huge AFC North divisional matchup between the Browns and the Ravens, who currently are tied for the best record in the AFC. Lamar has been playing at MVP level, and despite Deshaun's inconsistency, the Browns are in the thick of the race. Yesterday, Stephen A. broke down the amazing opportunity Watson has with this Cleveland team. Let's flash back. I want to hear you say Deshaun Watson may be holding the championship in his hands. Cleveland's defense is elite. They are big time. If this brother steps up and shows any kind of semblance of what he once was, they could go to the Super Bowl. They're that good. Okay, Canty, with that being said, who needs to do more for their team Sunday to get a win? Is it Deshaun Watson or Lamar Jackson? It's Lamar Jackson. I mean, the Cleveland Browns defense is the best defense in football, and we've got enough proof of concept. It doesn't matter who the starting quarterback is for them. They've found ways to be able to win games. They're in second place right now in the AFC North. So it's a situation for the Cleveland Browns where they know if their quarterback doesn't turn the ball over four times, like we saw in the previous matchup, they should be all right in terms of being competitive, whereas with the Baltimore Ravens, they're more dependent on Lamar Jackson to playmate. They need Lamar to play at an MVP level, which is what we've seen so far through the first nine games in order to have success. And this Cleveland defense the last time around didn't allow this Baltimore Ravens offense to have over 200 yards of total offense. It's the, it's the equivalent of pitching a shot out in baseball. That's how good Cleveland's defense is. Cleveland's defense can keep them in the game. Lamar Jackson, it's going to be up to him to be the difference and to get Baltimore on on the right side of the outcome this Sunday. You know, see, the, the, the beauty of, of working with somebody like you, right, see, see, what happens is is that you're so brilliant, you don't understand when you're going up against brilliant thieves such as myself. Because, see, what happens is that I not get, I not just get to see you and what you say on the show, but I get to listen to you on the radio. First it was in <laughs> New York, now it's nationwide and all this stuff, stuff. And I'm watching you and I'm watching you and I'm watching you. And you just forget some of the things that you say because you say so much because you're all over the airwaves these days, Chris. <laughs> you see, I remember Chris Candy that was having a discussion weeks ago, and we were talking about how Deshaun Watson needed to step up. Deshaun Watson needs to really, really hold himself accountable and elevate his level of play. I think that was Chris Canty that I was listening to. <laughs> I'm damn sure it wasn't somebody else. I don't confuse the voices now. I think it was Chris Canty that was talking about that Cleveland defense is real. That Cleveland defense is big time. I think it was Chris Canty that talked about how Nick Chubb was out. So, damn. I mean, even though Kareem Hunt was on the team and then he was off the team and then he came back on the team after they lost Nick Chubb for the season, I thought it was Chris Canty that was saying, 
still comes down to Deshaun Watson because Miles Garrett and those brothers, they're going to do their thing, okay? Kevin Stefanski, he's not bad. He knows what he's doing. I think it's two the same Baker Mayfield quarterback in the team anymore. There's Deshaun Watson. I think it was Chris Canty that even talked about that and reiterated that point when People's Jones got moved up out of there. So what I'm saying is if People's Jones is out there but still got a number one receiver in Amari Cooper, okay? And I think it was also Chris Canty not only knew that Deshaun Watson was making $230 million guaranteed, not only knew that was the largest contract in NFL history, not only pointed out that there was incentives added to the $230 million <laughs> that could bump it up to $246 million. I mean, that was Chris Canty that pointed those things out. But, yeah, he's sitting here right now this morning, and he's saying, yo, it's Lamar Jackson. Nah, it ain't Lamar Jackson. It's Deshaun Watson. He got to show up because Lamar Jackson has been slowing up, has been showing up, leading the league in completion percentage and rushing from the quarterback position. What the hell is Deshaun Watson doing? Not much. He's got to do it. Chris Canty also said that. Well, Stephen A., that's why I love you, because you just made my point for me. You just said Lamar Jackson is leading ah. the league when it comes to rushing from the quarterback position. They need Lamar Jackson yeah. to do that in order to be the best team in the AFC and have the record to prove it. Cleveland doesn't need Deshaun Watson to be their leading rusher. Lamar Jackson got five rushing touchdowns. They, they need, need him to be something. special not only as a passer, they, they need, need him to, to be something. special as a runner. The Cleveland Browns don't need that from Deshaun Watson in order to win football games. And they that's why to, in this particular Deshaun matchup, hold on, hold on. that Lamar has to do more than Deshaun. Lamar, Baltimore needs Lamar to be Lamar. Cleveland needs Deshaun Watson to be a damn quarterback again. <laughs> That's what they need. That's what they need. We sure what they need. All right, we got to go. Ravens favorite by you. six and a half. Still to come, Michigan on Kent. the hot seat. I listen, baby. I listen. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. You can now stream the most MLB games on DirecTV without a satellite dish. Yes, catch the clutch hits, strikeouts, grand salamis, web gems with nothing on your roof. So whoever's up there, whether it's roofers, Santa, birds, old-time chimney sweepers, moody teenagers, thrill-seeking raccoons, you name it, they won't find a satellite dish, but you will find your MLB games on DirecTV. That means DirecTV is your home for baseball this season. Root, root, root with nothing on your roof. Yes, stream your team. Call 1-800-DIRECTV or visit directtv.com to sign up today. Claim based on the total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Thanks so much for listening to the First Take Pod. Have a fabulous day.
It wasn't pretty, but the Bears picked up a 16-13 victory over the lowly Panthers last night. Chicago's starting quarterback Justin Field once again sidelined by a thumb injury. Field has not played since the Bears' Week 6 loss to the Vikings nearly a month ago. So here's the deal. Even with their win over the Panthers last night, the Bears have a 40% chance to receive the number one overall pick in the 2024 NFL Draft thanks to owning the Panthers' first-round pick that they traded for in the offseason. With that being said, Chris, should Fields take another snap for the Bears? No. Put him in bubble wrap and wait until the offseason to trade him. Winning games for the Chicago Bears does nothing. Justin Fields being out there does nothing. It's not as if you're evaluating him. By virtue of beating the Carolina Panthers, you've essentially guaranteed yourself the number one pick. He's not your quarterback. Matt Eberflus is not your coach. It serves you no purpose to put Justin Fields out to try to win games. You know, not only do I agree with you, Chris Canty, I emphatically agree with you from the standpoint, if you're Justin Fields, you literally should not want to play another game. This is not a good organization. Uh, I understand that the new dude that they have at the GM spot, a brother, I wish him nothing but the best. He's not the one that drafted Justin Fields. He's not the one that hired Uberflus as Eberflus as the, uh, uh, the the head coach. A matter of fact, if I recall correctly, Eberflus was hired two days after he was named the GM. So we've got to take that into consideration as well. It's not his team giving him an opportunity to build his own franchise. But secondly and more importantly, when you look at Justin Fields right now, 6-25 and 25 career record as a starter, a QBR that's 37.6. This guy, Badgett, has a better QBR than him. People at 51.1 people are pointing that out, and they're saying, excuse me, we may need to move in a different direction. Well, guess what? Despite what you've given Justin Fields to work with, you're still trying to point the finger of blame and culpability in his direction. In that cold-ass city where you ain't winning, and you got people coming out there freezing to death to watch this haphazard product. As far as I'm concerned, if I'm Justin Fields, I don't think about playing again. I want to get the hell up out of there. I'm hoping that they trade me to a more respectable franchise that's going to protect me and my interests moving forward into the future. If I'm the New York Jets, I try to get involved in the mix because Aaron Rodgers is not a long-term solution But we because we understand he's going to be back. But the bottom line is Zach Wilson damn sure ain't that dude. That's who they should have drafted. Instead, uh, Justin Fields, they should have drafted him instead of Zach Wilson. So this is a chance for the Jets to make amends. Let Justin Fields come to New York City and let him learn under the stewardship of Aaron Rodgers for a year or so, and then after that, take over the helm. Because it damn sure ain't no Zach Wilson, and everybody knows it. Justin Fields shouldn't play another game for the Chicago Bears. He should look forward to it. As far as I'm concerned, I'd go as far as I don't want to sit up there and say fake injuries, but damn it, I'll say it. Fake it if you have to. Every injury is <laughs> nagging and hurts a little bit more. Don't go out there. You don't need it. You don't need it. All right. Uh, Stephen A., uh, we're going to take a quick no, I'm just break. serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to take a okay. quick break right now. We'll, we'll be right back. All right. No break, first, no break, first no, no, no break, Molly. They said no break. No, they, 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 they said, they, they, in my ear, I don't know if you can hear that, in my ear okay. saying no break. And obviously the viewing public loves looking at you, Molly. Loves seeing me in my new suit. Loves seeing Chris Canty in that damn yellow box square. That's going to match with the suit, but we'll talk about that another day. We Canty, talk about all first? of that. Oh, yeah, it's Chris a pop of color, Stephen A. It's a pop of color. I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. You're a fashion aficionado. It's a pop of color. Nothing wrong with a pop of color. Yeah, and Navy also pops. It pops. It pops. It's all okay. And Molly does make a valid point because even though she might try to struggle from time to time, I got to confess, Molly has helped dress me in the past. Molly knows <laughs> what she's talking about with some fashion. She needs her own damn fashion show, to be quite honest with you. She should be judging. But let me switch to Bryce Young real quick. Bryce Young, I feel sorry for this brother. 
It's hard for me, CC, and I want to know what your thoughts are real quickly because they're the team that lost to the Chicago Bears last night. CC, he has no protection. I don't believe that Frank Wright is the right coach for an upstart at the quarterback position. I think he needs a veteran. But here's what my thinking is. I stood next to Bryce Young during the Super Bowl, and I watched him out there last night. I'm not talking about a skill set, but I'm talking about in terms of size, Chris Canty. This brother looked like a Pop Warner player compared to these NFL dudes. He looks so small. And to not have him behind an elite offensive line, I think it's hazardous. Yeah, I mean, he's a small guy. He ain't got a lot of help around him. But it's hard for the Carolina Panthers to justify the pick knowing that they passed on C.J. Stroud and they're potentially passing on the quarterbacks in 2024, Drake May and Caleb Williams, because of the decision to draft Bryce Young. Those are going to be inextricably linked. It's hard to view them through any other lens. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Uh, let me keep this going here, guys. Tonight's a big men's college basketball matchup between the number 12 Arizona Wildcats, the number two Duke Blue Devils in Durham, North Carolina, 7 Eastern. Catch the action on ESPN2 or the app. We head to college football as we monitor the latest on the ongoing investigation of alleged sign stealing by the Michigan Wolverines. Sources tell ESPN that the Big Ten's ruling on whether Michigan violated the league's sportsmanship policy is expected to arrive in the near future. And the expected punishment has been the suspension of Coach Jim Harbaugh, with the length of that potential suspension being uncertain. All right, we bring in our resident Heisman winner, friend of the show, Desmond Howard. Des, who's live from Athens, Georgia. And uh, Des, you know Stephen A. can't wait to talk to you about all this. So tell me this. Do you think if Michigan were to win the national title this year, that it would be tainted because of this ongoing investigation? Molly, you know, I've heard that throughout this week, and I've, I just couldn't wait to get on the show to – Talk to my brother, Stephen A., and tell you why that's just such a I'm here. horrible take. Let me give you let me give you a, the good what? reason. Because you look at the college football. Yeah, yeah, listen, listen. You look at the college football playoff rankings, right? You watch it every Tuesday night. And, all you know, you get Reese Davis and Kirk and everybody, and they're talking to Boo Corrigan. And everybody's saying, well, you know, Michigan hasn't played anybody yet. And we know they're undefeated. We know they've, they've dominated their opponents, but they haven't played anybody yet. Their season starts when they play Penn State. So take that into consideration. That means the games that they played previously, I mean, you, you're not tripping on them winning that game, those games, with this scandal. So with that being said, these games moving forward, I said a couple of weeks ago, now you have no excuses, right? These teams have had an opportunity now to change their signs of need be. This We're, what, three or four weeks into this? So if they're able to now win this game tomorrow against Penn State and then the last game of the year against number one Ohio State, and that's top ten Penn State, number one Ohio State. Don't forget, they're doing it clean. No more sign stealing, right? And then they're going to the playoff. They have to beat a ranked team, maybe a Georgia, what have you, and win the national title beating another ranked team. How can you go through that gauntlet knowing that they played these games as clean as possible because the scandal's right. already out, Connor's gone, everybody's right. had a chance to change their signals if they needed to, mm-hmm. but they still went out. I mean, mm-hmm. that is an incredible run against a bunch of ranked teams. Of course that's not tainted. Mm-hmm. Of course not. Okay, first of all, a couple of things. Number one, I appreciate your passion. 
I appreciate your passion and you looking out for your alma mater like that. I do the same. I ain't gonna front, okay? I got you, Dad. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you, face. brother. I'm with you, brother. <laughs> but, 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 all right, no, no, right, right. You, you got your, listen, you got your own set of facts and they are factual. Here's mine. This scandal, <laughs> what happens, whatever happens moving forward, doesn't erase the allegations that have come to the forefront. We got to look at the fact that over the last two years, Michigan was 12 and 2 and 13 and 1, respectively, right? They won, they lost in the college football playoffs once they arrived there. We've got to take that into consideration. We've got to take into consideration that this supposed scandal, these allegations, which obviously you've got other Big Ten schools and the Big Ten itself acknowledging is real. And and bona fide. The fact is they got to the college football playoffs and it coincided from the moment that Jim Harbaugh was considered to be on the chopping block and his career at Michigan was in jeopardy. All of a sudden this kind of stuff happened. This is the position that I've taken, Des, and I want to make sure that I reiterate it yet again for those out there who did not understand. I am not calling for the banishment of Michigan outright, like, oh my goodness, get them out of the mix. What I'm saying is you can't have them going in to the college football playoffs without the investigation being closed. Come to us and say, we investigated the matter. We don't, we think as much to do about nothing. Or we investigated the matter. Michigan is innocent. They are not as guilty as y'all are trying to claim them to be. And that is that. My position has been you can't let them go into the college football playoffs with all of this, with the investigation open as to whether or not they were stealing signs and they had gained an unfair advantage against the opposition. You got nine, you're nine and zero this year. You didn't go up against any ranked competition. You're getting ready to go up against Penn State, who's allergic to beating ranked competition, even though I love Coach Franklin. <laughs> damn it, he ain't get it done against the big schools. So even if you beat them, what you want a cookie about damn time? You're supposed to beat Penn State if you're Michigan. And, of course, then you have Maryland. Don't get me started with that on their schedule. And then, of course, you ended the season (laughs) at Ohio State. I feel what you're saying. But in the end, you cannot have Michigan going to the college football playoff again at the expense of potentially Washington, Oregon, Alabama, Texas, potentially Florida State. You cannot have them going to the college football playoff. With the investigation open, you have to close it. That's what I'm saying. Before the college committee chooses the top four teams for the playoffs, you got to make sure that the investigation is closed. That's all I'm saying, Des. That's all I'm saying. Well, well, brother, listen, I, I, I love your passion. I mean, you were like, you drew a line in the sand. You really meant that. But like you said, Stephen A., these are allegations. And I don't know who you want to close the investigation. Do you want the conference to enclose their investigation, which they're supposed to come down with a ruling today? Or do you want the NCAA to close their investigation? The NCAA, they've been very slow, notoriously slow in their investigations. It is what it is. So they don't have to speed it up right now. If you remember when Cam Newton was at Auburn, They were under investigation. And guess what? They let the investigation run its course. And then Cam Newton was able to win not only the national championship at Auburn, but the young man also won the Heisman. So with that being said, Stephen, that you can't just 
expedite the investigation because you want it to okay. be closed when the college football playoff right. begin, brother. And like I said, right. and if they do run the table, we're talking about beating number 10 Penn State, beating okay. number one Ohio State, okay. then Big Ten Championship game, beating a ranked Iowa team, and then going to the college football playoff okay. and beating some other ranked teams, highly ranked teams. That's right. not a right. tainted season right. well, you, whatsoever well, because well, those are the games that mean the most. That, and at that point, they're playing those games clean because we don't have the uh, the sign guy, Connor Stallions, on staff anymore. Well, well that's well, well, that's if you went out there committing crimes, right, and then you decided that you're going to fly straight and you're going to be a law-abiding citizen, it doesn't eradicate the fact that they bust you for the damn crimes that you committed prior to you going straight. So let's understand that. That's number one. And number two, I'll end it by asking you, I'll end it by asking you this question in all seriousness, my brother, because I love okay. seeing you on college football game day. It's an absolute must to have your presence on there. I'm honored to call you my colleague and my friend. Let me ask you this question in all sincerity. As a, a graduate, as a guy that won the Heisman at Michigan, being the star-studded dude that you were, we have the college football players. Let me ask you this. Watching college yes. football game day, and Michigan is in yes. the postseason, but the investigation is open. Yes. Neither the NCAA nor the Big Ten come to a conclusion. How are you going to feel if you're sitting up there and the investigation is still open and you got people questioning the legitimacy of them getting there because of past alleged transgressions? Not the Ohio State win, Penn State win, or anything like that. Just their past transgressions and the path that they took to get here where people are suspicious about last year, suspicious about two years ago, suspicious about this year. You're going to sit up there talking about that. How are you going to feel about that? Well, this is what I would tell people. I say you need to understand this. Say two years ago when Michigan beat Ohio State in Ann Arbor, the score at halftime was 13-14 to 14 Michigan. The final score was 27 to 42 Michigan. What that means, Stephen A., let me tell you, everybody else who thinks this is connected to science stealing. What Jim Harbaugh did is he went out and he hired some fantastic coaches. That year he had Mike McDonald, who was a defensive coach coming from the NFL, the Baltimore Ravens. What great coaches do, what great coaching staffs do, is they make halftime adjustments that show up in halftime, third quarter and fourth quarter, and that's why they dominated them the way they did. Mike McDonald went back to Baltimore to become their defensive coordinator. What did Jim Harbaugh do? He hired Jesse Minter. Guess where he came from? The NFL, too. Now, you bring NFL-quality coaches out there, and guess what happened again? In 22, when they played them down to Columbus, halftime score, 17-20 Ohio State. Final score, 23-45 Michigan. Guess what happened at halftime again? You brought that NFL coach in there, and he made adjustments. So the coaching staff got better. Sharon Moore, he became the offensive line coach slash OC. The offensive line in 2021 and 2022 won the Joe Moore Award. Steven, that has never happened in the FBS, where the same team wins the best offensive line unit of the year award in back-to-back -back seasons. They controlled the line of scrimmage. That has nothing, absolutely zero to do with stealing signs or knowing signals because you dominate the trenches. You ain't got to ask me, brother. You can ask Chris Canty. You can ask Jeff Saturday. You can ask anybody that played at the highest level. When you run 11, 12, 13 personnel and you moving bodies out the way, that's just domination, brother. Let, let me say, let, I'll close by saying this. Because of Des, Des, Desmond Howard 
And what you just explained, I'll happily stand down. That's a kind of uh, that's the kind of argument that I believe Michigan will need in order for all of us to fall back. That makes perfect sense. I got no problems with it. That's why I'm happy and proud to have you on the show, because, damn it, you know what I don't know. (laughs) Ain't no problems with it. But, damn it, that's the first time I heard that, because everybody else been dancing around the issue about the investigation. (laughs) You brought football home. You said, yo. Between the lines, this is what the hell is happening. I'm good with it. I'm good with it. That That's what we're going to need to hear yes, if Michigan's in the postseason. Strong case right there. Strong case. I'm good, good with it. We'll be working I'm good with it. Firm. All right, Des, appreciate Thank you, you. Thank you. Enjoy Athens. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Shopping for Mother's Day is always a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift Just in time for Mother's Day, whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by categories like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day's May 12th, and it'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today that's macy's.com slash gift finder thanks so much for listening to the pod and have a fabulous day hey molly Karam here and thanks so much for listening to the first take podcast vivid seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring experience every pitch assist game winning shot live and in person and the best part each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards, scoring beatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code TAKE. That's code TAKE. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats, experience it live. People don't know your full story when you step on the court. I feel like I'm so much more than this game and what people have wanted me to be. I'm going to live my life and I'm going to do it unapologetically. We can't wait for that. And here she is. We now welcome in three-time champ, two-time MVP, finals MVP, the only player to win three WNBA championships with three different teams, Candace Parker. Candace, thank you so much for the time. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to, to join you all this morning. Of course. And we can't wait for your documentary, Unapologetic. Talk to us about some of the obstacles and adversity that you highlight that you had to overcome as an athlete in this doc. Well, I think that's a part of life, right? And I hope that this um, resonates with a lot of different people. I mean, from mom guilt to injuries to traveling overseas abroad to figuring out life, you know, after the basketball stops bouncing. I think that's the biggest transition um, right now. But, you know, I think it's also living up to expectations that you have for yourself, but also that others have for you and figuring out, you know, how to navigate that while still balancing everything else. And um, this was an amazing experience to create this with my family and with the team at ESPN and with Film 45. And I'm just so grateful to be able to kind of share it with the world um, this Sunday. 
For apologies for how quick this segment would be because we were having technical difficulties, but obviously you're a winner inside and out, winner on the collegiate level, winner on the high school level, winner on the pro level, one of the all-time greats as far as I'm concerned, and oh, by the way, an elite talent in the world of television. She's coming to take all of our jobs. She's coming to take all of our jobs. But, Candace, I'm interested in knowing this title unapologetic knowing you you're beloved universally everybody that knows to know you is to love you and to appreciate all that you bring why the title unapologetic because i think that you know for so long you try to satisfy and check all the boxes and live the life the way that you think it should be lived and sometimes at some point in time you have to you know do what makes you happy and and be unapologetic about it and you know, I think that I've learned from this new generation of talent that's coming in that are bold and unapologetic for the way that they act. And, you know, everybody's different and everybody wants to pursue different dreams and different goals. And, you know, that's OK and doing it different ways. And so, you know, honestly, I think just being able to to speak and, and have my voice. I mean, you learn from TV, TV people and analysts like you, Stephen A, um, that are bold and, and make statements and live by it. And um, I think I'm learning and, and growing in that role for sure. Yeah, Candace, I'm so sorry this is so short, how things worked out. But honestly, there's such a valuable lesson in that that so many of us will connect with, like people-pleasing. That can kind of dominate our life until we get to live it the way that we want to. So it speaks to me as well. Thank you so much again. Be sure to check out I the appreciate you all. ESPN Thank you. film. Candace Barker, back Unapologetic, coming out I need more time November 12, 9 p.m. on ESPN. Everyone wants more time with Candace. Hey, Stephen A., obviously a lot of moving parts today, some technical difficulties, so we apologize to everyone at home. But yeah. most importantly, we want to honor our veterans today and thank you to all the service men and women who have sacrificed for us, to their families. Stephen A., I know you'd like echo that sentiment as well. We'll see you on Monday morning. There's nothing more to say. We wouldn't be where we are if it wasn't for them. God bless. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.